If you don't like your future, create a new one. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Jeremy Gucci, CEO of Trend Hunter, innovation expert, keynote speaker, and New York Times bestselling author. Welcome, Jeremy. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. Give us a brief summary of your professional resume. Sure. So what people know me for is that I founded Trend Hunter, which became the world's hardest trend spotting platform. Uh, we've had several billion views from people all around the world hunting for their idea. I actually started it in 2005 before YouTube, before Facebook, as a place for people to share their business idea. But personally, I was an innovator and I was trying to find my own idea. And the dirty little secret is that I built Trend Hunter when I was looking for my own inspiration. And I hadn't really found it, but around 2008, I wrote a book called Exploiting Chaos, which put together everything I'd learned from my experience studying chaos and innovation. And then the world became really chaotic. The financial crisis hit, and all of a sudden I was standing there as the chaos expert. So I had this wild career over the last 12 years or so, uh, advising CEOs, brands, billionaires, world leaders, NASA on how to navigate chaos. And so I brought all that back with a rewrite of the book called Create the Future. And that just came out this year and it appears we are back in a state of chaos. So here we are and I, and I hope to give people inspiration and ideas on how to sort of rechart your path during these complicated and changing times. As you mentioned, your latest book is Create the Future, Tactics for Disruptive Thinking. And it just hit the shelf. So you talked about your previous book. What would actually led you to buy write this book? Sure. So uh, after a dozen years of, of advising such an interesting group of people, uh, what I learned from were, were so many different tactics, battle tested ways to try and make change happen. And I really wanted to capture that. So when I wrote Create the Future, I made a handbook of change, sort of a tactical guidebook with uh, hundreds of different examples, tactics, workshops that you could do to figure out what is your ideal path. And the general premise is, that we get caught in a path of repeating past decisions. And yet you have so much potential within your grasp, so many different things that you could actually do. But because we get caught repeating these past decisions, so often we can miss out. And now we're in this interesting period where uh, you know, COVID-19 put us in crisis. Crisis is not good. But following crisis, we enter a period of chaos. And chaos is predictable. You can navigate it. There's ways to determine how consumer mindset change. And some of the most iconic companies in the world were started in periods of chaos. Disney, CNN, Hyatt, Apple, Burger King, FedEx, uh, Fortune Magazine, Uber, Airbnb, Pinterest, were all started in global economic recessions because these time periods of change and chaos and flux cause consumer needs to change by the minute. And if you can spot those needs, you can reinvent and ideally find the ultimate path for you to be on. You talk about the book structure. Uh, and, and I have to tell you, the book's format is highly engaging. In fact, it's more like an interactive workbook than a traditional business tome. Explain the format and what readers might actually expect. Sure. So, uh, I mean, this is my life's work. It's book three and, and, and uh, in a way four. So I kind of made a double-sided book, um, but I, I really wanted to make something useful. And so it's full of sort of visuals and tactics and workshops that we have actually used in, in helping so many brands. And the way I put it is this, everyone already gets that it's time for innovation. I got it. I don't need to read a book that convinces me it's time. I want to know how to do it. So you hear of things like, uh, we need experimental failure in order to reinvent. Cool, but I don't want to fail. Maybe the other group. 
So how do you incorporate things like experimental failure in your organization? And after working now with 700 brands on 10,000 projects, we've learned a lot of cool ways to experiment and, and tolerate failure. Our client at Adidas, Mick Lucier, will host a project funeral to celebrate your idea that didn't work. Our client, Brian Copeland at Staples runs innovation there, will give you a written permission slip to fail that means here, go try this idea. At the BBC, they have a gambling fund to test ideas that might fail the screening process. And an idea that got the gambling money, the office, the biggest hit of their history. So what I'm trying to do would be not convince you that you need to innovate. We got it, that's, that's already there. But to try to show you the tactics and tools for navigating chaos and change so that you can actually sit down and, and find those new paths that are so close within your grasp, which could be a new product or service or, or just a different way of doing things. You have a section where you state a few facts like invented the most successful single product of all time and invented the concept of email and, and you asked the reader to, to guess the company. Tell that story. Yeah, I mean, so often there's iconic companies and you, I've stu I studied the pe people that missed out on ideas so close within their grasp. And these are a lot of the brands you might have heard of, like Smith Corona, who invented the laptop word processor, or uh, Blockbuster Video, who did a lot of pioneering of online video streaming, Kodak, who invented the digital camera. But then I interviewed the people to learn how they missed the idea. And the one you're talking about is a company that invented the graphic user interface, the mouse, the personal computer. You think I'm talking about Apple or Microsoft, but this company, 10 years after inventing the PC and mouse, took Bill Gates and Steve Jobs on separate tour. In fact, they made a couple thousand of these computers. And you, you, you wouldn't necessarily know the depth of how good those computers were, but the company was Xerox. And they made the PC in the 1960s. And if you saw the Xerox Altos, you would be amazed, bewildered by what they had in their 1973 promo video. It looks like the early editions of an Apple or maybe Windows device. And yet this thing preceded those by a decade. And when you dive into how they missed out, it's because successful people in all industries, and I can give you a hundred examples, miss out on new technologies they might even invent because the new technology seems awkward and clumsy. For Xerox, the good money came from photocopiers. So this new device seems so awkward they did not even patent the personal computer because they knew where the money came from. And one of the takeaways would be that in almost every industry, what happens is that when you're the market leader, when you're successful, when you're experienced, even individually, it's so easy to see new ideas as sort of clumsy, awkward, we tried that. And so then we dismiss the potential of new things. And that's one of the seven traps of path dependency that I get into in the book, uh, which is the subtlety of disruptive ideas. And the ways to get out of it would be uh, find ways to look at new problems from a different perspective, ask outsiders for opinions, simulate how other companies might approach your market and go through the routines of it, because you need to recognize that your own expertise could actually be the Achilles heel that blinds you from recognizing the true potential of new ideas. Explain the importance of the seven word mantra. Well, you know, especially in a time period of chaos, I need to know why to choose you. And uh, we've at Trend Hunter published half a million articles and some of them get a million views and some get 10,000. So for the last almost 15 years, 
we've been working on methodologies to figure out what makes certain messages break through the chaos, what makes certain messages stick. And uh, one of the easiest ways to kick that off would be that you need to describe why people would choose you or your idea in seven words or less. Seven words or less because that's all people remember. Why should I choose you? Why should I pick your product or service? And as you dive into figuring out your seven words or less, we spend a lot of time developing the frameworks on, on how to sort of frame and articulate yourself. You can see those in, in Create the Future, but the, the three favorites would be in our framework for infectious messaging. You need to be simple, direct, and supercharged. Simple messages uh, enable and facilitate word of mouth. Supercharged means words and, and letters and you know things, the alliteration that, that, that makes a, a description sound exciting. But the most important one to figure out is direct. Direct is different than descriptive. Direct means you need to answer the question of why should I choose you? What's the compelling thing that makes you different? And if you can articulate that in a way that makes me want to choose you in seven words or less, then your product, your service, or idea has a much better chance of standing out in a time period of chaos and change. Jeremy Gouchier, CEO of Trend Hunter, innovation expert, keynote speaker, and author of Create the Future, Tactics for Disruptive Thinking. If somebody wants to connect with you, what's the best way they can do that? Uh, well, if you go to trendhunter.com, you can find a lot of my keynote videos, our webinars, and half a million ideas of content all for free. And if you're looking for a resource that is my life's work, boom, Create the Future it has sort of bookstores everywhere. Um, it's a tactical guidebook to trying to help you find the ultimate path that you should be on. But otherwise, uh, thank you very much for your time, and I appreciate the opportunity of your attention. Absolutely. And I highly recommend you guys check out the book. It's a really interesting format. I think you'll get a lot out of it. Find more of my interviews right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.